Hey everyone, welcome back to Honey Teen Steam. This is Bella, and I'm here with Lexi. And um, we're... <laughs> what was that? My voice squawked. That's fine. Are you going through puberty? Are you... Are you uh, Again? Are you growing as a woman? I might be. That would explain why my voice cracks daily. That's okay. Me too. It's fine. <laughs> this is the second wave of puberty that nobody tells you about. It's fine. Um, anyway, we are recording tonight's podcast in Brendan's parents' backyard. Yes. <laughs> uh, the vibes are immaculate out here. Uh, we have the citronella candles burning because a mosquito already bit me about six times. Yeah, right in the coochie. Yep. It's really <laughs> unfortunate. Like, I was sitting cross-legged, right, like, next to the hot tub, and I, I just, I feel something on my inner thigh. It's a fucking mosquito. I didn't know it was a mosquito until there was a bump that started itching about 15 minutes later. Oh, and since we are outside, um, that does come with outside noise so if you aren't aware fourth of july was this What's today last it's weekend almost a week ago at, the, and, at this um, point if you hear fireworks yeah america's not done celebrating yet we are from western pennsylvania <laughs> so you're, from western you're pennsylvania. gonna be hearing fireworks until at least the end of august pretty much yeah, that's so okay if you, if you hear it we're fine we're it's, fine it's just the what it's like to live <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> bug flew right into the mic right into the oh mic oh my god that was the biggest fucking mosquito i've ever seen yeah i heard the big bitches are the females though and they don't bite you apparently they oh. look a lot scarier though well that's what she it's was just big bitch it's just the men who suck the life out of you oh of as they always do <laughs> of course okay speaking of which i know we haven't even gotten to our topic yet we haven't it's fine i saw a tiktok where this girl is explaining how it's it was like misogyny and but and like botany and it was in what like plants and shit yeah so like i saw this thing where it was that apparently male trees are easier to take care of so when they you know were making the foundations for everything they just planted a fuck ton of like male trees but male trees produce more pollen so that's why so many people have problems with allergies and asthma because of the abundance of male trees so we're talking about Men being the issue in every single For part of our e- in every single part of our ecosystem. Yes. Wow. Yeah, and female trees produce fruit. Of course they do. And the male trees are the ones it. that cause issues. We're useful. Yeah. So I thought always I have been, always will be. That, that men <laughs> are the issue. <laughs> Misogyny and botany. Even in botany. If that was a class during college, I would have taken it easily. <laughs> Misogynistic botany. Misogyny and botany. Like, I would have taken that for, like, one of my gender studies courses or something. Oh, my God. That would have been amazing. So, RIP, because my best friend is leaving me for Florida. I guess I wasn't enough. It's fine. <laughs> no. Actually, Brendan got into grad school in Florida. For those of you who don't know, who haven't been paying attention, or if this is just your first podcast you're listening to, Brendan got into... Brendan is my boyfriend. Yes, Brendan, the boyfriend, the boyfriend. He got into like this really great grad school in Florida, so they're up and moving to... 14 hours away. 14 hours away. Two hours by plane, bitch. (laughs) Anyway, that's going to be happening in a little less than four weeks. A bitch is really sad about it. So this podcast, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, moving. Just moving in general. Um, Because between the two of us, we have a lot of experience in in that category between you know houses and mostly apartments really Mm -hmm. um just the adult living of kind of transitioning between transitioning from living in your family home to 
living in an apartment on your own or you know in our cases um with with roommates or significant others but away from family away from family both of us have experience in moving you know a couple miles away from family and lexi now has this newfound experience of navigating the process that is moving out of state so do you want to kick us off with a little bit you know refresher you're less than four weeks away from again moving away from me it's fine yes um so do you want to give our listeners a little bit of info on the start of this process and now where you are now i would like to say that they make it so hard to move out of state so like i know like me and brendan were talking about this this morning that we like make fun of well not make fun of but you know be like why don't people just you know move away like move away from your hometown and like do all these things but then now actually doing it and being involved and being like oh my god it's a lot of fucking work and it's a lot of fucking money and it's a lot of time and it's stress it's just a lot it's so <laughs> much it's so much so the start of this journey we didn't even know we were moving to florida until like february i think yeah it's been like less than six months yeah that so this we, process has been been doing this um we didn't find an apartment until this week what was that like two days ago three days ago (laughs) (laughs) yeah literally like two days ago we found a place and put our deposits in and blah 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 blah. well you found a lot of places yeah but (laughs) found a lot contacted a few people um while being in contact with people they leased out these apartments to other said people who lived in state when we did not live in state which i guess is a really big factor so annoying how big of a factor do you think that is because i mean i kind of get it you know if I were a landlord and I got two tenants, you know, one from Pennsylvania that says they're going to move here and then one who lives like 20 minutes on the road. I mean, yeah. I don't think it would be my biggest factor, but, you know, I can see I can see a little bit of hesitancy. But as long as you like give them money, I don't see what the issue is. Right. Like, here's your deposit. I'm going to move in because oh. why would I take that loss? Oh, for sure. Like, I definitely understand why they're super hesitant on even letting us come and doing it like i get it especially if like we're sending you pay stubs from our job in pennsylvania and we're moving to florida and you're like uh where's your florida job love (laughs) which is like it's a whole thing like income restrictions insane to me anyway we found this place uh put our deposits in which if you aren't aware when you're renting an apartment there are so many fees and deposits and just money that is involved it's money honey money <laughs> it's so much money like i i remember moving into my first apartment i had no idea i clueless not a not a clue in my head of how anything worked she said head empty head just head apartment <laughs> apartment i didn't know no honestly though no you're right because nobody teaches you that oh they're like fee fee Deposit, deposit, They're deposit. like, just give me money. And you're insurance, like, insurance, okay, insurance. I guess. Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah. And then you're actually doing it. You're like, fuck. And then you bills come in. Ah, oh. but anyway. We sent them a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> okay, so like when you're applying places, there are also fees just for filling out an application. Right. Which is so stupid. The, like most places it's about $50. i never understand yeah yeah yeah. it's about 50 and it's typically per person isn't it yeah did it did they make it per person for oh, you guys uh, oh yeah even our co-signers we'd pay 150 dollars 
Oh my god. Yeah, it's it's so much. So you have that. There's the admin fee, which I'm not really sure what even the admin. That fee one. Is. That one's just for shits and giggles at what, this what point. Is an admin fee? It's like. Couldn't tell you. Wow, we have to use our paper or like oh, for. Have to look at your your stuff. We have to $100. use our brains. That's crazy. Hundred dollar admin fee. Crazy to me. Oh my god. And then also, you know, all the pet fees and the deposits, the security deposits on top of the fees that you've already paid. Right. And then most times they want you to play, like, also pay your first month's rent. Well, yeah, typically, and I wasn't super aware of this either. If you're looking to move into an apartment, right, um, a lot of places will ask for first month's rent, Mm -hmm. last month's rent, and a security deposit. Yeah. Which is basically three times so if an apartment is let's say eight hundred dollars up front before you even step foot in that bitch you're paying twenty four hundred dollars out the ass like this place we have right now we just sent them this morning three thousand three hundred and forty dollars oh my god we mailed that today yeah it, it, it blows my mind it's the money money so yeah we did that today um we I mean, I've I guess the light, the light at the end of the tunnel is hopefully you get that security deposit back. Which sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't. My first apartment, I did. I did get my security deposit back. Can't say that for the roommate, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did get that back. Second apartment, no, my carpets were fucked, so that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, it was. It, it. Sometimes it, you don't. Sometimes they like will nitpick everything to not give it back to you. I mean, that's not even just a security deposit for, like, an apartment. Like, I know my mom, like, we take a a family vacation to, um, like, the beach every year. And it's, like, it's a condo place. Mm -hmm. And she has to put down a shit ton of money for the security deposit. Best belief, she has us keeping that room immaculate before checkout. Um, Yeah. Because one, one thing out of place... They could say, well, we're not going to give you your $1,000 back. Yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> you're so fucked. It's, it's... No, so, like, especially if you're living somewhere for, like, a 12-month lease, there's so many things they can get your ass on. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're in an apartment complex listening to this, please transfer your stuff to online because mailing things back and forth is so much work. And it takes so much time. And why? Why are we doing that? So no. This is... Yeah. You know, we have we have a couple little tidbits of advice for the people listening, but um, apartment people, landlords, all of you human beings who own property and you lease it out, <laughs> um, online is so it's twenty twenty one. Like, come on now, like for everyone involved. My first apartment, right? We luckily lived only a couple streets away from like the main management office, but every single month. I wrote out a check, and I dropped it in their little drop box outside the building. And that's how I paid my rent for a whole year. Yikes. But, like, I just don't... And now now my apartment now, I paid my first month, my security deposit. From the beginning and every month since, I've paid it on an app. That's how my old place And it's was. linked. I could either do it um, via credit card. And there's typically a fee soci- associated with that. They'll, they'll take, like one or two percent out yeah but you can just link your bank account too right or you could pay it via e-check which is what i do so i link my bank account and that's basically what an e-check is is it takes it out of my bank account so i don't have to pay a fee right and 
that's just how I've been paying my rent. It's so much more convenient. Like, why would you not want it that way? I don't know. Also, also checks bounce. Right. Like, I understand, okay, as much of a pain in the ass money orders are. I get it. I get it. Because checks can bounce. Like, you don't, especially if you're, you know, dealing with someone who's like, hey, I want a lease from you. You know nothing about me except for my credit score and my birthday. Like, (laughs) that is it. Um, You don't know if you're going to get your money or not. Right. So, if someone's putting down a deposit, especially, like, in your situation from Pennsylvania to Florida, you know, if you're a landlord or a management company or whatever that is acting like you're not in the 21st century (laughs) and you don't do your shit online then you know as much of a pain in the ass as it is I can definitely understand why money orders are the way to go for those of you who don't know what a money order is um you basically go to your bank or your giant eagle or your gas station or whatever else and um it's kind of like a you exchange cash for a piece of paper made out to someone specific it basically guarantees hey you're gonna get this amount of money from me instead of sending cash in an envelope to somewhere yeah. I, mean, like, I, I get it it's really annoying to do it is I get it. but um yeah it's renting an apartment like while it's amazing and it's like definitely really great to like branch out and like you know move out on your own and do all these really cool things with whoever you're moving out with or if you're on your own whatever but it is a lot of time and it is a lot of money and it is very stressful it is so stress inducing like the last few days i've been losing my shit it has been so much to handle and just make sure we have like everything filled out make sure we have all the money like accounted for make sure we have like just i had to make sure my pets were up to date with their vaccinations like which some places make you do I will say I've never heard of that. I oh, had I had to make that. sure that Peanut was vaccinated before the woman we got Alfie from, she would let us have him, like, mm-hmm. to make sure that she was vaccinated against whatever else. But as far as apartments go, I... No, my last two, like, this new one we're going to and my last one, they, we have to have our pets up to date with vaccinations. Interesting. I don't, know. I, really I don't know why. I mean, both of my cats are indoor cats, so like for me, it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense. I mean, I like guess an apartment tells you to do it. Yeah. Kind of. You. Yeah. I mean, you have to. <laughs> you have to. Which is, uh, but I mean, it's fine. So I just did that. Which they're all good. They're Gucci. They're right. healthy. They're all fine. Yeah. But um, let's let's talk about this pet fees for a sec. Because <laughs> I mean, it varies from apartment to apartment. Like for me, in my first apartment they just tacked on like i want to say it was 15 or 20 no i think i think it was 25 dollars per month added on to a regular rent that's what most places like a pet rent right and it was um per pet it's kind of funny we didn't tell our first apartment (laughs) we didn't tell our first apartment that we got pino until like right before we were about to move out and we were like oh yeah like this cat we just found her on the street wonder it okay but no i did that to my first apartment too right so yeah so we just (laughs) paid that extra 25 bucks a month to have her for like the last three months of living there or whatever um but this apartment now it was a pet deposit a non-refundable pet deposit of like 200 dollars that we paid and like whenever i 
totaled it out versus the last apartment with the pet rent it was it was basically a wash like i was paying the same amount up front as i would have if it was like monthly monthly oh yeah I so i mean non-refundable is kind of ass but yeah. i mean if i was if it was tacked on rent it, it wouldn't really made a difference right. either I mean, way paying more especially if it was like 25 a month i can't remember if it was 15 or 25 Right. I know that the last place it was um, different for cats and dogs. Like dogs was more. Oh, good. Most places don't even do that. Yeah, it was weird. weird. Oh well, but yeah, pet rent is um, it's interesting. Unless you plan on hiding your pet from your landlord, you're gonna have to. Pay. Which you can also do. We did that with our other cat in our old apartment. We got a second cat and didn't tell them. Oh, my people still don't know that Alfie exists. <laughs> If you're from our apartment complexes, don't listen don't to Don't stop listening. <laughs> um, I only have one cat. We're in our new place. For right? legal purposes, For this is... <laughs> this this is, is a... Like, t- we told them we have two cats. So, if you're curious well, how much money we'd pay for them for this new place, I will tell you. A thousand dollars. That's so much. So, it was $250 uh, deposit, and then a $250 fee, and that's per pet. So, it's $500 total right. per cat. So, it's crazy because, like, I was telling Caleb yesterday, just because that, that amount to me is wild, mm-hmm. considering, you know, the amount of money that we paid with the pet rent in the first place and then the pet deposit for the second place, you know, even if they knew about Elfie, that was, like, 400 bucks, 200 per pet. Well, technically, whenever we moved in, we didn't have Elfie yet, so it wouldn't have even mattered. Right. Um... But a thousand dollars just seems like a shit ton of money, like we so much. Back. Okay, that's they, not bad. If they don't fuck up the apartment, right? We'll get that back. It's like a security deposit. Okay. But the fee itself is like the rent. Right. But I was talking to Caleb about it, and he was like, "No, like that's actually legit in Florida. Apparently, it varies from state to state mm-hmm. because um, his uncle who lives down in Florida." Um, apparently, like, one of his first apartments that he was living in, he had two cats. And I guess it's different with owning animals, especially cats in Florida, where it costs, like, apartment management companies and landlords a shit ton of money to, for them to even have the, I don't know, the fees, the rights or whatever to, to be able to have cats in their properties. So, at that point... You're just, I guess, paying back what they're paying to, yeah. I mean, I get it, like, to each its own. It sucks I have to pay it, but I'm going to pay it for my boys, obviously. Got to do it for the boys. boys. But, yeah, it was a lot of money. But we'll get, like, half back, so it's okay. And it's better than paying, like, again, most places I was looking at, the pet rent monthly was, like, 25 per pet. Right. So I'd be paying $50 a month to have my cats, which... Total that up after four months, that's more than my deposit. No, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, fees are a bitch if you listen to this. In general, just fees, like security deposits, sometimes you don't even get those back, which is ass. Rents that you have to like give them. So half the time when you're first moving into an apartment, it's all these fees tacked on. Like you're in my position where you have to pay the place three grand before you even move in. Yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot. It's a lot. Oh, boy. At the place I lived at, it was like a thousand something before we even moved in. Right. 
So regardless where you're moving, you're going to be paying a surplus. It's going to be at least a thousand, at, at least. least a grand. At so, least. um, so if you're looking at an apartment, little word of advice. Yeah. Cause if you're like, you know, in college or you're, you know, at least 18 and you're got a job or wh- whatever financial situation you're in, if you're living at home and you're thinking about moving out, it's a lot. Definitely keep the finances in check. Yeah. Make sure you have a handle on that. I not did only it when I first moved out and it bit me in the ass. Well, not only making sure that you have that shit just up front, but also maintaining a handle on your finances mm-hmm. through living there. Mm-hmm. Um I figured out very early on that I needed to have a system so that I just wouldn't be screwed at the end of every month saying like oh shit i owe x amount of hundreds of dollars and i spent all that money already yeah. so you like you need to um i actually saw a tiktok about this the other day about having at least like three or four separate accounts okay of you know my the way my bank account is structured is through pnc and um i have technically that account is split into three different sections so it's like my spend account which is where like all of my money gets direct deposited to. Okay. Uh, and then there's the reserve, which they explain as like, oh, this is where you can put money if you want to like make a like a short term purchase, like a nice pair of shoes or like a you know mini trip or like whatever else. Um, and then so it's kind of like where your where your limbo go where your money goes to like stay in limbo. Okay. And then there's the um, the growth account, which is your savings account. Um, so, the way I structured it was, hypothetically, you get paid twice a month, right? Yes. If you're getting paid on, like, a bi-weekly basis. So, both apartments I've lived in, um, I moved in with Caleb, my boyfriend, and um, so we split rent in half. Yeah. Um, which is another thing to keep in mind if you're going to have roommates, if you're going to live with your significant other, figure out <laughs> how the finances are going to be divvied yeah. up. Um, very early on. Have that conversation. Um, if you don't. Finances are, are it's not an easy conversation to have, especially with a significant other. If you it's know, like even roommates, it's hard. Right. It can ruin friendships really easily. Right. Finance is like one of the things that can ruin literally any relationship. Pretty much any, yeah, any relationship. Um, it's a difficult conversation to have, but you don't want to fuck yourself over. Mm-hmm. And you will if you don't have that conversation. Yeah, it could be uncomfortable, but just have it. Um, from experience, you absolutely will. Yeah. So, <laughs> hypothetically, we get paid bi-weekly twice a month. So, if my rent is 800 a month, that means my contribution to the rent is 400 So, every paycheck... I put away 200 So, first paycheck of the month, 200 goes from my spend account to my reserve account. Okay. And I'll touch my reserve. That's, right. my, that's my bill money. Um, Smart. And then second paycheck, that's my other 200 and then that's it. Anything I have left in my spend, I can put some in my savings. Uh, needs to be said that Bella has all her utilities paid for at this apartment. Yes. If you have utilities, that's a whole other thing. Yes. We'll <laughs> talk about that after our little... Um, Utilities are a whole other bitch. Section on finances. (laughs) That's a whole other thing. But, um, yeah, I mean, basically my little, um, reserve account is where, it's my bill money. It's my, you know, where I put my money that I'm, you know, saving for car insurance or, you know, my car payment or, like, whatever else. My rent. 
that's my um i'd like i everyone has a system that's a system that works for me is taking the lump sum of what i will owe in bills for the month and then splitting it in half for each paycheck and then by the end of the month that's what i have in that reserve account so ever my point is that's my system that works for me find a system find something that works for you i promise it'll make your life so much easier yeah, than just you know free getting it. free ball do not free ball it because no that happened to me in my first apartment because i didn't realize I, it was a whole thing i don't even know like what caused confusion but i lived paycheck to paycheck like i made three hundred dollars per paycheck and my rent was six hundred dollars a month oh boy so like I would work my ass off to be able to, like, live. I had no spending money. Like, I was literally just, like, living. I, I, it was a mess. It was a whole mess. And, like. She was just living. I, that I, was I, it. I, she was <laughs> a being on the floating rock, and that was it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then, also, there's this whole thing with my, like, situation with utilities where, like, I paid for the utilities myself for the first few months. It was a whole thing. So, uh, like Bella said, have the finance talk because you'll get yourself fucked over, and then you'll be unable to establish a savings account until you're like 22 okay that's so not a position you want to put yourself that's really in not speaking from experience you yeah. don't want to do that so yeah manage your finances really well and if also we're going to branch more into finances we spree we uh, brought this up utilities are a big thing if you're moving into an apartment um most times they like when you're moving into a complex you're moving into some kind of whatever they give you a list of places you need to call to, like, set up all your accounts with, like, the electric company, water company, and everything. And you have to do that yourself. Oh, and for internet and stuff, so you have to also, like, find a provider for internet, which we know how that works. Right. You just look for your area, depending what provider you want for that. But um, you would just call these companies, set up an account, and then there you go. You have utilities that you set up straight to your apartment. And then you pay monthly for them. That's interesting, because, like, I knew all that, but, like, I, I've never experienced it, oh, yeah. um, because, as Lexi said, um, both apartments I've lived in, I have not paid utilities. That's um, both places I've paid Xfinity for, you know, cable and internet, Right. but um, as far as water, electric, trash, sewer, anything, uh, gas, yeah, <laughs> like... And set up accounts, and then they charge you monthly, depending on, like, what you use, right. how much you use of it, and whatever. Yeah. So, if you're, you know, paying utilities on top of rent, you also have to factor in your monthly expenses. And also, like, okay, it fluctuates, right? Depending so on... never set amount. No. You find and that's, per pay period how much you have to pay. That's another reason why, you know, whenever I knew that I wanted to move out of my mom's house, which she actually, she also rents um she's rented for a while um the same house for a couple years and she rents like a home now renting a home is different than renting an apartment and that with a lot of apartments that at least i've noticed typically you won't have to pay all of the utilities if you have to pay utilities typically it's like oh well you just have to pay like electric or just water or like a combination of like electric and gas or something like that you're not usually paying all of the utilities um but my mom's rent for example for a home it's a, it's a small home she told me she pays about the way she gauges it is like a hundred dollars per utility yeah. for like a small family Right now, it's there's three people living in that home, so that's like a hundred bucks for water, a hundred for electric, 
obviously that'll fluctuate like in the summer if you're using air conditioning yes. your electric bill will go up um in the winter time gas will go up um if you're taking a lot of hot showers water's your go water's up. gonna go up internet typically stays the same right because that's a yeah, and that's usually that. It's it's interesting because internet and cable, it's it's almost kind of like on a lease uh, in and of itself. Yeah. Like you, they'll, they'll get you on like a twelve month plan or something like that. Yeah. And um, then your rates may go up after that. Yeah, because you can never just have a good deal ever for more than twelve months at a time. Right. You really can't. But um, yeah. So like I knew. I didn't want to place with utilities. I didn't want to deal with Duquesne Light or American Water or whatever the hell else. Okay. They make it really easy to pay. Which, by the way, I paid my electric so well that they actually ended up having to pay me back $62. So I have that on a debit card. $62? Mm-hmm. I'll take a $62. It's like sometimes <laughs> where if, like, you pay too much or if you're like paying timely, like it, your account goes negative, which means they owe you money. Right. So they owe us like $60. Oh, I like that. So they sent us a little debit card. And That's cute. Said, oh, yeah, all right. Really nice. Yeah. As fun as that all sounds, I knew I didn't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I specifically looked for apartments that, A, I knew that Caleb and I could afford. Um, yes. Because that's really important to, again, have that finances conversation with whoever you plan on moving in with. Um, if you plan on moving in with anyone, mm-hmm. um, because you don't need to. Um Sometimes it makes it easier, especially if, you know, you're splitting rent. Um, But also, definitely be aware of your own finances. I think that's important to do at any stage of your your life, really, um, to not even just if you're planning on moving into an apartment. You need to know where you stand financially. You need to have, you know, you don't even really need to have, like, a... Oh, well, in five years, I want this amount in my savings account. Like, like, start like, gradually putting things like, away. It's, it's good to have a goal, but what I'm talking about is the bare minimum. Figure out how much money you got coming in a month and how much money is going to come out. Yes. And figure out how, you know, just ballpark yourself. Ballpark your expenses of, I think I'm going to spend X amount on groceries. Yeah. That's food the other thing, too. Is food is expensive. It is. It is. Nobody told me how expensive so food was. Hence why at my first apartment, I lived off popcorn on a daily basis. That was all I would eat. And then I was wondering, how did I lose so much weight? I pounds. <laughs> it's because food is expensive. Yes. Like, between Caleb and I, I think we spend more money on groceries than my mom and my two siblings do. That's hilarious. Like, we just eat so much. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so ridiculous because we're just spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on food a month. Mm-hmm. And I mean, food is great, and but like, is also expensive too. that's the other thing. You need furniture in an apartment. Tell me why. Okay, so in our first apartment, it was tiny, 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 tiny. Um, I wouldn't even call it that. It was a bedroom. It was a. <laughs> I've stayed in hotel rooms that were bigger than the first apartment that I lived in. Uh, let me lay this out for you. It was a studio, air quotes, um, a twelve by thirteen foot room with. A tiny ass bathroom and a tiny ass kitchen attached to it. Um, by kitchen, I mean the refrigerator was in the 12 by 13 foot main room. <laughs> and my kitchen consisted of a stove a and two countertops. One countertop the sink was in. 
<laughs> and the other countertop was where I put my clean dishes after I washed them. And that was it. We were able to fit a trash can in there. And um, we found a pantry at Walmart, like a stand-up pantry that fit on the other side. But, like, you couldn't have the pantry doors and the stove, or the, the oven door open at the same time. Oh, or else wow. they would hit. That's how small this place was. Um, needless to say, Caleb and I got very close that year. <laughs> um, we grew closer as a couple, literally and figuratively. It was a trying time. But there wasn't even space to put any furniture. Right. So anything that I had from my mom's house, like I had a, a bed, I had a desk, um, I had a TV stand, the TV already. We didn't even have a dresser. We didn't. We had, <laughs> like, we didn't. We just, um, I got those little bullshit, like, Sterilite uh, three-drawer plastic dressers from Walmart, yeah. and I shoved those in. They came with two closets, so one was mine, one was his, and um, I just shoved the, the dressers in the closets, God. and, like, we had no storage space, so, like, furniture wasn't even an issue, but whenever we moved into our second apartment, triple the space, and so I was like, okay, this is exciting. Like, I want new furniture. I did not want new furniture after I saw the price tag. I was like, I went on that, like, Bob's Discount Furniture. Because that's, like, the cheapest place you can get new furniture. Right. Um, if you're looking for new furniture, definitely recommend them. Because I said new furniture. Uh, yeah. New, no, 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 no. New furniture. So, and that's what I wanted, right? I wanted a new couch. I wanted a, you know, I had a bed, like, that was fine. But, like, I really wanted a new couch. And I wanted, like, a, a matching accent chair or something. Like, whatever. Um, and I knew I wanted a sleeper sofa because, you know, we have people over. Like, you guys come over every Saturday. Like, we sleep on that a lot. Yeah. So, like, I knew that I wanted to have people over anytime we had a party or something. We wanted to have options for our guests. And I was looking at this, like sleeper sofa from bob's discount furniture and it was like there were a couple that were like 800 900 a thousand bucks and that's on the lower end of newer furniture like a new couch now that was a sleeper sofa so it was like a hundred bucks more than like a regular sofa so we're still talking like 700 bucks yeah no furniture's yeah i very quickly was like um I'm 20 years old. I think, I, I think I'm not going to drop $1,000 on a new couch. Uh, so we found ours on Facebook Marketplace. Yes. Facebook Marketplace. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Craigslist I found a couple things on. Um, Craigslist gets a bit sketchy sometimes. But, you know. Right. There's a lot of ways you no, I you accumulate so much. And it's so great because like okay, so we found this couch on Facebook Marketplace for $150. A giant ass super comfy sofa and it pulls out into a queen size bed. And like the mattress Also, if you're getting a sleeper sofa, please make sure that that mattress inside is not dirty. Ours was not, but some people are dirty, so you just got to like Also mattresses are fucking expensive too. Right. But uh, yeah, so what you can learn from this podcast if you've gathered anything that getting an apartment and moving out is really fun and it's a really good experience and everyone should be able to have that experience but it does come with a lot of money a lot of fees a lot of planning a lot of financial discussions a lot of just mapping out how you're going to be living your life month to month because that's what it comes down to at the end of it 
I will also say, um, just the last point I really want to hit home is if you're, I know not all situations allow for, um, the time to do this. I know, especially in your situation, you were just looking for a place to like move and move quickly. And like, you know, and a lot of places are like that. Honestly, timing is everything. Um, moving from our last apartment to this apartment, we were going on vacation for two months. And as soon as we got back the day after we were moving into our next place. Um, so definitely, especially if you're moving apartments, um, make sure that you have a plan in place for that because, you know, apartments have availability dates and those don't always fluctuate. Yeah. They're, they're in control of that. Um, I know you guys were lucky enough to like have this place at Brendan's parents' house to, you know, kind of be here on your, in your in between. Um, a lot of people don't have that and you kind of just have to do it directly, which sucks. And it really limits your options. Um, Right. So, like, it's, it's a lot. It's very stressful. It's a lot. You're punching it in, like, a week or two weeks' time. Right. But my point is, if time allows, please, 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 and I cannot stress this enough, research your landlord or management company. Find the Yelp reviews because nothing will tell you more about who you're giving your money to than reviews. Than reviews. Um, that's something I wish I would have done before my first place. Um, because this is a very long story that I'm going to cut really short. Um, the place that we rented our first apartment from, uh, was a, a small rental company and they monopolized the area that we wanted to move in. They owned like all of the rental properties. Um, that's why our rent was so much higher than it definitely needed to be. Um, but that's where I wanted to live. Like I loved the area. It was close to, um, you know, where I was going to school, where I was working and that's where I wanted to live. Um, but, um, we had a, we were going to move into one of their bigger properties, um, ended up falling through somehow. Um, we had a lease all signed and ready. And then they contacted us about two months before we were supposed to move in. And they were like, Hey, actually, um, the lady who lives there is, um, she's going to (laughs) stay. And we said, what? Like we signed that lease like six months in advance. Um, yeah, it was very illegal. Anyway, we got into like this pseudo legal battle with them and their lawyer contacted us about, you know, oh, well, you guys said that you were going to sue. And actually, that's not what we said at all. We said we were going to, um, you know, possibly speak to a lawyer because we didn't think that was legal to basically void out a lease that was already signed. Like we had already given the money and everything that we eventually got back. But, um, that company was just so horrible all around every um there were so many times that i was just intruded upon because they needed to show the property and like i understand you need to show the property if you know that we're not going to stay there but like you know when you schedule a showing like you can't you can't let a bitch know so so i'm not like there were so many times that i was literally walking out of the shower as people just entered my home like that's so fucking funny and like maintenance guys just showed up whenever they wanted to and like it was just so bad i ended up really writing this place like a four-page manifesto of every single thing that was fucked up about their company because i was just so done at that point um and i ended up finding these reviews on google that um a lot of them were like 
weirdly positive reviews and then there were a couple reviews below it that were like hey um actually the company pays people to write good reviews that's because they came to me and offered money to write a good review of their company i didn't know that yeah so it's just so absolutely ridiculous so please if time permits research that rental company research that landlord find the reviews um because there will, I guarantee you, come a point where you need to have maintenance done, something's broken, um, you need to talk to them about a, a financial thing, something. And you want to make sure you're not dealing with, A, a fucking idiot. Or just asshole. Or just an asshole. Because that's the other thing, too. We, we went and signed our lease, and I was... Th- this should have been my first red flag. I was reading over the paper, and I'm glad I actually read it. Because the amounts on the paper, like, the monetary amounts were wrong. And I was correcting the people in the office about what was shown on the listing and what was in my lease. Mm -hmm. Like, that shouldn't happen. No. Make sure you're dealing with competent people (laughs) and people who are actually, you know, decent human beings. Yes. So this wasn't meant to scare anyone away from being in an apartment. It's just a way to be mindful. It's it's a dose of reality. And it's something that a lot of people aren't talked to about. No. And that's the reality that we, that we live in, so I hope that somebody yeah, so gains something from this podcast. Any of this was helpful because it sure would have helped me at the beginning of my moving process when I was 18, 17 years old, trying to figure out how to move out on my own. Right. So, hopefully you gather something from this. Um, yeah, moving is a lot, but once you're in the place that you want to be in and everything's situated, it, it pays off. Especially when you're living on your own with, like, a friend, a roommate, or your significant other, it's it's definitely something that people should experience. Thank you for joining us this week. Make sure to follow us on our socials. Our Instagram is Honey Tea Steam Pod. Our Twitter is Honey Tea Steam, and our Facebook and our YouTube is Honey Tea and Steam Podcast. And follow us on TikTok. It is Honey Tea Steam Podcast. We post some really fun content on there. And um, yeah, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're super active on there now. We're just trying to branch out a bit more than just doing podcasts, and it's been going really well. I'm having a really good time. It is a good time, I it agree. Is, yeah, it is a really fun time. So we hope you guys enjoyed that content. Please watch our content. Please, <laughs> Please like, we share, put a lot comment. We into it, I promise. Like, yes. Not, we're not just throwing this shit out on we, the uh, We try to entertain. We do what we can. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us, and hopefully this helped you at all. Right. Um, we will see you again next weekend with more fun content. I think by then I will be in Florida or moving to Florida at that point once this is published to be honest, or about to be packed up to move once we publish. Man, you're not going to be moving for like another several weeks. Three weeks. Stop talking. (laughs) Just stop. (laughs) But yeah, okay, so we'll see you guys next weekend. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.